Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Beyond the Game. You got your boy Q Walk in the building. Back in the building with B. Watson. Say what's up to the people, B. Watson. What's up, peoples? All right. We got a lot of stuff to get into it. Uh, We're going to jump right into the topics today. Um, The first thing I'm going to do right here, uh, it was a little something going on this weekend. Uh, Well, actually, this week. It was the other day, actually. You might have heard of it. Um, It was Kobe Bryant's retirement. I'm going to play a little clip for you real quick. Performances, 60 points. The best finisher in the game. What a play by Kobe. Brian jump shot, puts it in. Kobe Bryant is an assassin. That's one of the best you will ever see. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, Mr. Kobe being Bryant, you know, got his both both of his jerseys retired this week. Uh, Did you hear it, Q? Number what? Number what? Number eight and number twenty-four. Is that what? Is that what it is? Ah oh, man, come on. It don't get no better than that, man. Man, I don't think he should have had both of them retired. Oh, I think he should have just stuck with one. But, you know, it's L.A. They got to do everything big out there. Um, I don't think he deserved both of them. Which poses the question out there, which Kobe would you prefer to start your team with? If you had to start a team with a two-guard and they said you can have either eight Kobe or 24 Kobe, which one would you choose and why be watching? Let's hear what you got to say. 20. Four. Okay, 24, Kobe. Why you got 24, Kobe? Well, here's the deal, man. When he was number eight, I mean, think about it. Yeah, he won three championships. But you got to think, he had one of the best teams ever. He was running with Shaq. He had Big Shot Bob. You know, Phil was there for, what, all, all five, all six of his chips? All, all five of them. All, all five. five. No, he ain't got six. Oh, he no, ain't got six. No, no. One was taken from him, But, you know, we're going to leave that with it. Which one was taken nah, from No, no, no. We'll leave that with it. No, no, hold on. No, no, no. We'll leave that with Which one was taken from We'll go back. We'll leave that with it. I want to know which one was taken from him because if, if memory serves me correct, um, I could have swore the Pistons took one. Yeah, Pistons uh, did take one. The Pistons, was... And then the Celtics took another one. Actually, in game six of the one the Celtics beat them in, they actually won by NBA Finals record margin, 39 points. But that's neither here nor there. Because neither here nor that, there. That's neither here nor there. By, I mean, because those, those things don't register to me. I don't they don't re- They never happened? They, they never happened. Okay, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue on while you got your uh, 24 code. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Let me hear but, this. You know, you know, when he was, like I said, when he was an eight, man, I mean, he had one number eight. It was just, it was a, it was a different time period for him. Uh, he, had, he had one of the best teams ever assembled out there. He, he, like I said earlier, he was running with Shaq. He had Phil. He had Ron Harper. He had Big Shot Bob. He had everybody. But that was a young Kobe. That was the, that was the aggressive Kobe. That was the, the 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 Kobe that wasn't the thinker. He was just a destroyer. He would just come out on on the court and he would just basically just take your heart. Now, even the, even the twenty four Kobe would still take your heart. He was still a destroyer too. But it was just a different magnitude. It was a, it was a different level. Uh, the twenty four Kobe was just more more mature, more methodical. 
uh, with what he had to do. He knew he had to do things without Shaq, uh, which was which which was a big thing for him. But I think one of the other biggest things, the reason why he got to look at 24, was because, you know, when he was with number eight, even though he never played Boston, he never beat Boston. But when he was with 24. Even though he lost to Boston once, which didn't register in my head, which would, yeah, it doesn't count to yeah, you. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't count because that again, that was that was that team where you know Ray. Well, anyway, I'll leave that where that is. You know what's funny uh, though? Let well, me finish. Okay, go ahead. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Skip Watson. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Skip Watson. But, go ahead. You know he beat Boston. You know, and, and, and that was a, that was a big thing. Even when he was a uh, 24, when he was number eight. Let's see, he averaged what 20, 23.86 points when he's when, when he's number eight. When he was number twenty-four, he averaged twenty-eight point four two points. You know, so kind of lets you know even from that perspective. I mean, even though his uh, let's see what else we got here, his uh, free throw percentage was up when he mm-hmm. was uh, when he was twenty-four. Mm-hmm. He played more minutes, of course, when he was twenty-four because you know he had to carry the load. Mm-hmm. Now when he's number eight, he played more games. He played seven hundred and seven games when number eight, but he okay. only paid. He only played uh, 314 games when number eight. So, it, it, you know, so the numbers are, you know, they're not, they're close, but they're not close because those numbers will be skewed, skewed just based on the number of games that were played. So, overall, you know, I just think at the end of the day, uh, you know, when he was number 24, he had the 80, 81. Then he had 81 point game when he was 24, or was he was number eight? That was eight. That was eight. That was eight. Was eight. Okay, well we leave that where it is. But yeah. you know, he's got some 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 really really good numbers when he was at, when he was 24. Uh, you know, in fact, he was what 28 five and five points, assistant rebounds. Uh, you know, which is matched only by one man. LeBron. Michael. Who's that? I'm uh, just saying. Anyway. So, <laughs> 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 so, anyway, so anyway, uh, so moving on, that's me. I just take 24. What about yourself? What do you think? Number eight or number 24? I don't know, man, because young eight was a monster, man. Of course, he had the 81. And then of course, okay, there goes my phone. Of course, he had the 60, 61 points at in three quarters against the Mavericks. Uh, a lot of people don't remember that. Um, I'm going to go with the 24, and I'm going to tell you why I go with the 24 real quick. For the, for the simple reasons like you just stated, he had a, he averaged 20, 26, 5, 4 assists, 1.4 steals a game, shot 44% from the field, 32% from three. He's never been a big three-point uh, shooter, so I'll give him that. Um, 84% from the free throw line. But it was more so what he did in the playoffs as to why I would choose 24 over eight. Uh, in the playoffs, let me see what Kobe had in the playoffs here. He averaged 29, 5 and 5, like you said, shot 45%, 33% from the field, 84 from the free throw line. Um, as as number eight, he was a three-time champ, eight-time all-star, four-time all-NBA first team, four-time all-defense first team. As 24, he was a two-time champ, MVP, two-time finals MVP, 10-time all-star, seven-time all-NBA first team, five-time all-defense first team. So that's why I go with 24 Kobe over eight Kobe. But... You, while you was talking, <laughs> something popped in my head, and uh, I hate doing this, man, but I got to bring up LeBron James. <laughs> I, I don't know why, man. I thought we were talking about Kobe. Why, why LeBron? Got because, to- man, uh, it was it's just funny to me how it occurred to me. Now, Kobe played the Celtics. It was it two times or three times that he played the Celtics in the finals? Twice. It was twice. Okay, so he's one and one. On that Celtics team, you had Paul Pierce. Mm-hmm. Hall of Famer, Kevin mm-hmm. Garnett, That's correct. Hall of Famer, uh-huh. Ray Allen, soon to be Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, and Ray Ray John Rondo, who's an All Star. So that's four All Star players 
and one three Hall of Fame players. And Kobe had trouble beating them. And it's just so crazy that people give LeBron James so much flack because <laughs> every finals he's played in, he's played it against two or more Hall of Fame players. And that's just that's just crazy to me because, you know, Kobe. Well, Kobe ain't played. I mean, the, the teams that he played on or that he played against, they had Hall of Fame. You're you right. You're right. You're right. But at the same time, let memory serves me correct, the first three championships, uh, people out there correct me if I'm wrong, which I don't think I am, Shaq <laughs> averaged 36 points and 15 rebounds. Name me one person on LeBron's team that did that. I, I'll wait. I don't, I don't think they were in Yeah, so I, I, even the Hall of Famers that they but, played against. What? But the talent level is different in today's league. Yeah, there's more talent. You know, no, 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 no. no. In today's league? Today's league, there's more talent. Is it? Yes. You think so? I, yes. Okay. Let me ask you, are, are the rules different? Of course. Okay. You can't do nothing, okay, but the nothing. talent's better. So my thing is, you know, if you, if, if you take LeBron back, you know, when let's just say, you know, back in the days with well, the well, bad boy Pistons okay. and things like that, do you really think, do you really possibly think that LeBron will be putting up the numbers that he's putting up right now? Do you think LeBron would be able to go to the hole and do the things that he was doing, that he's doing right now? Absolutely. Absolutely not. They would, Absolutely. Pun they would punish him. You, you punish him. Look, you, oh, you, think, you think Rick Mahorn wouldn't punish LeBron? You think Lebron ain't you gonna give it back to him? No, he's too soft for that. I think he would have. He's too soft. For he that. would have adapted to the times. Hey, look, this ain't about LeBron. You <laughs> brought LeBron into this. I refuse to have this conversation about LeBron James. LeBron would have adapted to it, and I think that sick of this. He's six eight, two hundred and fifty. You don't think that he wouldn't have adapted? You think they were just gonna push he's him around? He's soft. Now, yeah, because the game requires you to be soft. Oh. But I think back then, I think he would have held his own against anybody, especially that that guy that plays in Chicago. And I'm not talking about Scottie Pippen. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he would have gave. Um, man, look, you think he would have gave Jordan fits, huh? That what you trying to tell me? I'll, I'll put it like this. Is that what you're trying to tell me? I'll put it like that this. That's what you're trying to tell everybody <laughs> listening to this show. That Le LeBron, you take LeBron in his prime and Jordan in his prime. Yep. You trying to tell me that LeBron would have gave Jordan fits. Is that what you're trying to tell me? That's what I'm telling you. Oh, no. That's what I'm telling you. Now, this is a different conversation for a different show. No, no, no. I refuse no, because... to listen to this nonsense. Okay, so let me ask it's you this. It's completely disrespectful to the GOAT. Who, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? <laughs> <laughs> Who Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Who, who's the goat? Cause the goat is Michael. How's that? Because it's Michael. Please explain to me the goat man, theory. Man, listen, listen. We 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 had a conversation about that last week. I just don't get the goat, man. But anyways, yeah, because um, with LeBron back in the day, I really truly believed that he would have put that six eight, two hundred and fifty sixty pound frame on Jordan in that post and went to work. And as a, as a matter of fact, Jordan wouldn't have even guarded him. They would have put Scotty on him. You know why? Do you know why? For the same reason that in the NBA Finals, I think it was the 91 or 90 when they played the Lakers, mm -hmm. the Lakers won game one. Jordan was guarding MJ, which was Magic Johnson. Mm -hmm. What happened in game two? They switched Scotty over to Magic Johnson. Why is that? Why is that? You tell me. Because you asked. <laughs> and that, that is because they knew Jordan could not hang with Magic Johnson. That's why they, they had. They said, look, we would rather take Jordan off with Magic, conserve your energy on defense. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Whether then then to guard, have you try to shut down Magic and score thirty points at the same so time? So Magic is six six eight six nine, nine yeah six mm -hmm. nine long. Mm -hmm. Okay, Scottie Pippen is six nine. Yeah, long long. Mm -hmm. MJ is six six long, but he's six six. Okay, yeah. 
right? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's all about defensive matchups. So, so you're saying that's he can't? A smart, no, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. That's, okay. A, smart, that's a smart thing to do mm-hmm. defensively was to go ahead and just allow Scotty to guard uh, LeBron. LeBron, I mean uh, – Magic, yeah, magic. So, <laughs> so essentially, but you know, and then, but 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 in that game, magic. I mean, not magic, but Jordan and LeBron. Oh, Jordan would have been on LeBron. You know, that, that, that's Christmas Day game right there. Oh yeah, know? Jordan would have been uh, on know, LeBron. That's, that's, and that's in the words time. of Shaq, barbecue chicken. Right. Oh yeah, for LeBron to been barbecue chicken, Jordan would have just abused him. That footwork. What What is one thing that LeBron, what the Jordan can do that LeBron can't guard? Everything. You don't blast for me. Everything. So you mean to tell Everything. me LeBron can guard positions Everything. one through five right now, but he couldn't guard MJ. That's he what you're telling no, me. He couldn't guard MJ. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. He couldn't guard For the people who are listening, I'm, I'm sorry that y'all have to put up with this because I'm trying to figure out how a guy who is 6'8", 250 can guard everybody on the court, but for some odd reason he can't guard MJ. His footwork MJ. is just phenomenal. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he yeah. Phenomenal. I give he you that. Got, he would have got LeBron in foul. Actually, LeBron probably would have defended him for a little while until he got in foul trouble. Cause oh, MJ would have put him in foul trouble. MJ put everybody in foul. So, so what makes I'm you sorry, think that oh, LeBron? I'm sorry, LeBron. He's just the greatest of all time. He can't get in foul trouble. He doesn't. Because he never faced. Uh, let me stop. Let me just. Because because he ain't never what. Uh, he don't play no uh, defense. Uh, I didn't say that. What's he, what's he not I, we, doing? We talking about MJ and LeBron. And all I'm trying to tell you is that LeBron, he can defend everybody out there. He can defend MJ a little bit, too. A little bit? A little bit. A little bit. But at the end of the day, MJ going to get the best. Okay, so let me ask you this. What's a better matchup? MJ, LeBron, or MJ, and KD? A matchup in terms of what? One-on-one. I believe MJ. That's a good one, man. I don't know. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't know because, see, KD... That's seven foot. That's what I'm saying. That's seven foot. He gonna shoot over MJ all day. So if you got, okay. but but go ahead. But I'm gonna say the same thing. I believe. My God. I, I'm, I believe that MJ is gonna outwork KD. He is. She is Chicago through and through, ladies and gentlemen. I, I believe he's gonna. You know, wait a minute. Hold on. Are you trying? <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Are you trying to tell me that you don't believe that MJ would outwork KD? No, not out. Yeah, I wouldn't say outwork him. I wouldn't say that. No, I'm asking you that. No. You don't think so? Mm-mm. So you thinking a one on one? So you think KD? He, and they prime. He will bust his. Wow. He will. Okay. There is nothing. Jordan has never, ever faced anybody like KD, ever. And Thank KD's you. never faced anybody like He Jordan. sees him all the time. Do you see 6'6", six, six, Kobe Bryant. Did he not play against Kobe Bryant? Close thing to Jordan. So he's played against Kobe, uh, Michael the Jordan. Second, second grade. Okay. So he's played against a similar type. Similar type. Michael's Kobe never, gave him numbers. Yeah, he was young. That don't count. We talking about prime, man. We, that, that don't count. Uh, that don't count. Uh, if you if you put, uh, <laughs> my God. because how man, did this thing change? I don't know how LeBron. it went you, from Kobe. You, you went straight to LeBron. <laughs> I, uh. I don't I don't know how we went from Kobe Bryant to LeBron James to LeBron to uh, Michael Jordan playing KD one on one. So let me ask you this real quick before we take a quick commercial break. Warriors last year, yep, versus seventy two Bulls. Who wins and why? <sighs> Come on, man. I knew it, man. I knew it. <laughs> and that's on, why I asked you because I knew on, I knew you was going to go with the but, Bulls, but I don't but, understand. But, but I'm going to tell you why. Because, number one, we gonna, what we gonna, what we going to do to Stephanie? We're going we gonna to we gonna put Pip on one of them. We're going to put Ron Harper on, on, on one of the other ones. They're both long. Mm-hmm. They both. And then you got that man. You got D-Rod. Who? You know who D-Rod Never is. Never heard of the guy. Come on, man. Never heard of the Dennis guy. Dennis Rodman. Come on. You, but you, you got to match up the other way, too. 
Matt, dude, that that team was just so okay. So so man. so who's who's Rodman guarding? Don't matter. Rodman's so, like like uh, what's your friend's name? What's his name? LeBron. He can guard anybody. Okay, so once you pull Rodman <laughs> away from the basket with KD. Then you got the other monsters down there. Who is another monster? You got MJ. <laughs> <laughs> you got MJ. You got Scottie Pippen. That's two. I mean, that Ron Harper. That's all you need. That's two. You don't need. <laughs> that's two. You don't need nobody. I'll give you we Pippen. Got t- well, we got Tony Kukic. Kuko. You got two. <laughs> you you still got two. It's a team game, though, right? In all seriousness, it's a team game, right? So you go back to the. It's semi- a team game, unless you're talking about Kobe and MJ. No, but what I'm saying, though, you go back. In all seriousness, you go back to. Uh, 72 and 10 Bulls versus Golden State. Golden State does what they do because they play team ball, right? Mm-hmm, of so course. My question to you is: Does Chicago did Chicago win 72 games just because they had Michael, or did they or Scotty, or did they win those games because they played team ball as well? Because of Michael and Scotty. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that answers <laughs> the question. Then I guess there's no more debate. The t- and I'll tell you what. Can either one of them beat uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers if they get DeAndre Jordan? But we're going to go into a quick commercial break real quick. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's right. It's the holiday season, so I got a song right here for all the holiday people out there. What does it say? What? Praise LeBron? No, nah, not, to, the not King. yet. They ain't came out with that. They came out with their songs just yet. King James. I ain't came. I'm going to get in the studio and make that song up. Gloria here's, James. Here's a little run DMC right here for y'all people out there. Beyond the game, thank you for tuning in. Uh, for those of you out there, sorry about that. You had to listen to Charles rant on and on about his um, LeBron hate out here. Oh in these, man, disrespectful! In, in, in How many streets. rings Kobe got? Uh, we, we we talked about this. How many rings he got? Two, five, two, five. He got two. LeBron got. Shaq got three. And I ask one last question: Will LeBron win another championship before he retires? Yes. With the Cleveland Cavaliers. Maybe. No. With Cleveland, I don't know. No. Yep, so, yep, he will. No. This year. No, actually, probably going to come over to Purple Gold, right? For what? I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't Just know why. Just stay in Cleveland and lose. Let's keep moving, man. We're going to get to a little bit of NFL right now, man. It's, it's a, been a heated debate. Um, Monday night, was it the Monday night game? No, it wasn't Monday night. That was uh, the Patriots and the Steelers. Oh, Lord. Uh, it was a controversial play. Um, Jesse James caught a touchdown. It would appear to be a touchdown. Uh, he caught it. He turned around. The ball 
broke the plane, but he lost control of it as he fell to the ground. So which poses the question as well. Does the NFL catch rules need to be reevaluated? What you think about that, Charles? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, at this stage of the game, you know, they've changed them. If you go back to the Des Bryant catch or non-catch, um, it's been it's been a catastrophe ever since. I mean, but to talk about that catch in Pittsburgh, that actually wasn't a catch. If you act if if you actually th- if you actually think about it, who is that? That's not me. Is it? I don't know who it is. What? I mean, I don't know who that is. Anyway, go ahead. If you talk, if you talk about Pittsburgh, that catch technically it wasn't a catch when you really think about it. I mean, he caught the ball, he stretched his arms and took the ball over the go over the uh, the goal line. Go to goal line, yeah. Right. So in theory, if you go back historically, that all that has to happen is the ball crosses the plane. At that point in time. That would have been a touchdown, right? Mm-hmm. So then, when he falls and he hits the ground, it wouldn't matter whether he lost the ball or not. But since they redefined those rules, technically he lost the ball. So, so based was. upon so based upon the rules, that's correct. That wasn't a catch, right? Mm-hmm. So if so, in essence, with all these different things that are going on, the question really becomes, like you say, should we change it? I mean, at the stage again, no. Keep them the way that they are. I don't mm-hmm. think we need to change. Just keep it the way. That, because all he had to do was catch that ball cue, mm-hmm. secure that ball, and bring it in. And hit, he was on the one-yard line. Even if they didn't give him the touchdown, he's on the one-yard line. And at that point in time, they could spike the ball. They could do whatever they need to do and still kick the field goal, right? Right, they, they they, which would have tied had, it up. They, yeah. they had plenty of time. They had plenty of time at that point in time. They were on the one-yard line. They could have gave the ball to, to, to Bell and had him run, run it in for a touchdown. Mm. But since, they just want, since he wanted the touchdown, he stretched it out. Again, everybody in the league knows the new rules. You have to secure the football. Mm-hmm. He already had it. Just pull it in and go down. Second point to that was when he caught the ball, nobody touched him. So if he would have secured it and just rolled into he the rolled end zone, it would have been a touchdown. It would have been a touchdown. So the thing is, play within the rules. Just like we talk about basketball. Yeah, we talk junk back and forth, but the reality is the game has changed in basketball. Mm-hmm. You can't put your hands on people. Uh, and so it's hard to defend people. Well, the game of football has changed. Just like hitting people, you know, hitting them, you know, uh, shoulder pad, hitting them in the you, head. You can barely even hit people you now. You barely touch them. Yeah. Quarterbacks are protected. So mm-hmm. you have to adjust to the game. And that's all that he needs to do. Just secure the ball, bring it in, and, and come down. Now you got, what, 20-something seconds, 15 seconds? You got choices. Run it in, kick a field goal, whatever you want to do. They chose to do something different, you know? And mm. he, tro- he tried to do more than what he's supposed to. Well, to. but that's that's the thing though. I, actually, I was expecting you to go a totally different way with this. I thought you was about to say, "Yeah, change the rules, change, start everything from scratch. Let's nah. do this all over again." Nah. Because I was gonna say, keep it the same. Because once you change that rule, you open up Pandora's box. Correct. Uh, it's a lot of different interpretations. Um, like you said, uh, if you're a Steelers fan, if he didn't reach out, you would have said, "Well, why didn't you reach out for the goal line? You you was right there." Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, he was trying to make a football play. He twisted his body. He he didn't make a football move because he didn't take a step. He just essentially just turned around. No, no wait a minute. Now. Did he not t- make a, take a, 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 foot- a football move? No, nah, because he just caught it and just he turned. He caught it and he turned. Yeah. But the other thing that people don't talk about is the fact that, you know, his knee was down. Hmm. Right? So he was already down so at the So technically, he's, was he really down? Because his knee was already down. So he caught the ball, knee was down, then he stretched out. So my thing is, why wouldn't they just rule it down at that point in time? 
But I guess because they had to wait and, and see if he had a complete catch. Catch, yeah. They and, did, by yeah. The, and by the fact that he's stretching out to go over the goal line, and then he comes down, well, now it's an incomplete catch. Versus just going down, catching the ball, boom, and securing it, just go straight to the ground. So, and the reason why that is is because of people haven't been keep, keeping up in the NFL. They had the Dez Bryant game in the 2014 playoffs against the Packers where he caught it. Uh, he was going, I think it was on the five-yard line or something like that. He was going down, and he tried to stretch across the goal line, and the ball popped out. Of course, they ruled it incomplete. And the, the – the catch that started everything, which was the Calvin Johnson catch, where he caught yeah. the ball against the Bears, yeah. went down to the ground, yeah. and, you know, a lot of times players just instantly get up and want to celebrate, so he just dropped the ball instantly without even thinking about him holding on to the football, and they called it incomplete. Actually, they would have won the game. But, now I don't, I don't think they need to change the rules of the catch, period, altogether, because then you're going to start to get into, well, what's a catch and what's not a catch. And now you're leaving the game into the ref's hands, which is what you really, really, truly don't want to do. But aren't that that's who you are now. I mean, what's a catch and what's not a catch? Well, now you have definitive answer as to what is a catch because the rule states <clears> – <throat> let me get my glasses out. The NFL rule book states Rule 8, Section 1, Article 3, Item 1. Right. A player is considered to be going to the ground if he does not remain upright long enough to demonstrate that he is clearly a runner. If a player goes to the ground in the act of catching a pass with or without contact by an opponent, he must maintain control of the ball until after his initial contact with the ground, whether in the field of play or the end zone. If he loses control of the ball and the ball touches the ground before he regains control, the pass is incomplete. That's pretty straightforward. And that's, that, what, and that's what happened. And that, yeah. So what I don't understand is all the talk shows, you know, everybody in, in the uproar saying it was a catch, it was a catch, it was a catch. Based on these rules? There's not a catch. And that's what I'm saying. Like, don't change it because we, we now have a definitive answer because of Calvin Johnson of what constitute as a catch or not a catch. Regardless of if we out playing schoolyard football, that's a catch. That's a catch. Ground can't cause fumbles. Well, we're going to say ground can't cause fumbles. That's a catch. But the NFL says something totally different. And so we're going to stick on the NFL topic right now. We're going to move into the NFL. If the playoffs were to end this weekend, you would have in the AFC the Titans versus Chiefs, mm -hmm. the Bills versus Jags, and then in the NFC you would have uh, Falcons versus Rams, and then Panthers versus Saints. Uh, you would in the AFC you would have the Bears would be against the, with the Eagles and the Vikings and in the AFC the Patriots are the Steelers right now. Right. Out of all of those matchups right now, does any of them surprise you? Oof. I uh, all of those teams who are in the playoffs right now, would you have expected them to be there right now? Um, no, no, no. I would say that the biggest. First of all, the biggest surprise would be Jacksonville Jaguars. I was going to say the exact uh, same thing. I don't think I don't care who you are. I don't care how much of a sports fanatic that you are, uh, football fanatic. I don't think anybody would have uh, anticipated uh, that the Jacksonville Jaguars would be in the playoffs or even be com a, a competitive a decent, yeah. football team. I mean, they have made you know strides. They are they are ten and four right now. Um, Right now, as far as offensively, they score 26.7 points per game, which is fifth. Um, mm -hmm. Passing yards is 219 a game, which is 19. Yep. They're actually first in rushing yards with 149 rushing yards. Yep. Uh, they're actually, what, what's that, 368 in passing yards, total yards, yep. which is sixth in the league right now. Yep. Uh, as far as defensively, they're first in points per game with 14.9, third in total yards with 284. 
uh, first in passing yards, 168.9, mm-hmm. and 19th uh, in rushing yards allowed, which is 115th. Now, before the NFL season started, if you would have told me that the Jacksonville Jaguars would be 10-4 and four with those type of stats, with Blake Bortles at, at the quarterback at position. The Unbelievable. And he's thrown for 3,147 yards, 19 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. If you'd have told me that, I would have called you something that I probably can't say on the <laughs> air right now because nobody foreseen the Jacksonville Jaguars no. at this point in time. No. Um, in the playoffs, which is December and January, the game gets slowed down a lot. Yeah. Do you think the Jags actually have enough to make a deep run? Well, it'd be really interesting. I mean, for Nett, you know, he's been he's been injured all season. That's what even makes it even. Uh, uh, a crazier situation because, you know, he, <clears throat> uh, you know, him not playing all the time. They've had to, you know, rely on Yeldon and and, and Ivory and some other guys, and so you know, it's it, it's amazing. I mean, if you just look statistically, last year the rushing rushing yards were about sixteen, about sixteen hundred rushing yards. This year they're up uh, to about two about twenty one hundred rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're running the ball. Uh, you know, so evidently they're getting better in that area from a passing perspective. Last year they they actually threw the ball more because they didn't have a running game last year, right? Correct. They had thirty seven hundred yards in passing last year versus this year they've got about three thousand total in passing. So, you know, they've been they they they, they kind of changed things around. It makes sense because they've got got Leonard, but I think he is going to define what they do. Um, mm. He is he is a very integral part of what they do offensively. Uh, and running the ball and defensive and def- yeah. yeah and they're gonna need him uh, in the playoffs to, to to really you know advance at all but I think we really what really helps them out it's just strictly you can look at the stats it's defense the defense the defense is what is it, it, is what makes it happen for them mm-hmm. but you know just like with any other sport right I mean you look at the Seahawks and you know they say hey well, how did they win well they had good offense too but it was defense the Bears defense. Uh, all those guys that win, the Ravens, defense. defense yeah. and, you know, you go back, you know, the NBA, Cleveland, defense. L.A., D, all these guys, it's defense. And these guys, they they put some money, they've invested some people, they get some good draft picks. And that's what that's what's really helping them, helping the Jaguars and what's really propelled them to where they are as a defense. And, and that's why I wanted to ask you because of, that's why I said that uh, in January, December, you know, it gets cold out there so you don't throw the ball around as much. So you right. rely more on the running game and your defense. Right. And based on the stats, it seems like Jacksonville does a great combination of both of them. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was interested in seeing your opinion on if you think they can make a deep run because – the stats would show that they can match up against anybody. They can run the ball. Uh, of course, Blake Bortles, he can get you a you know, nice little dink and dunk game. He can get you first downs here and there. He's not going to beat you with the long ball. He'll do what you need to do. Sure. Uh, he's a game manager. And then the defense, you know, they'll handle their business with Jalen Ramsey, uh, Dante Fowler. So they have a pretty good mixture of what it might take to actually make a deep run. Um, can you see them actually going to the AFC Championship game? No, I, I just think everything is going to end up going through New England. I mean, in order for them to do what they need to do in terms of Jacksonville, I mean, you got to think about it. Everything's got to go up north, up up east. So you got to go through, you know, Pittsburgh. You got to go through New England. Mm. And I just don't think those guys, uh, I don't think they have enough um, to to make that run. I mean, <laughs> you're going to go and play New England, go play the GOAT. Who's the GOAT? Oh, Bill Belichick. Yeah. Who's, who, who's the GOAT? Who's the GOAT for New England? What's his name? B. Watson got his son in the building, ladies and gentlemen. He's about to answer this question. Who's that guy? In the NFL, who's the GOAT? Who's the GOAT for the Patriots? You know who the GOAT is? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I thought you was talking about Bill Belichick. But okay, so. We're not talking about coaches, we're talking about players. So you don't think, I, I actually think. 
I, 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 I just don't. They're still young. Yeah, that's the thing, though. I just, I just don't think that they're gonna have enough to get past those monsters up there. So you're saying that if they had experience, you'd probably give them an edge. I, I, I would say they have a chance. I mean, hmm. I, I say they have a chance to do some things. I mean, I mean, you gotta think about this. You got the Chiefs. You gotta go play in that cold weather. Yeah. Okay. You got Pittsburgh. You gotta go play in that weather. Most Terrible definitely. Towel. You already know what you're gonna get when you go play in New England. Most definitely. So I mean that. I mean that's, that's three right there. That, that's no. Now, and the thing that's really, really crazy about this is that you gotta look at the Ravens. The Ravens have completely been off the radar screen. Completely. Mm -hmm. Offensively, who do they have? They don't have much offensively. I mean, they've just basically. Who do they have? Got, dude, they've got uh, Flacco. And, and who got, else? <laughs> and they got Collins. You know, he, he's come on the latter part of the season. Okay. Uh, they've got Collins. I mean, but other than that, they, they just do it by committee, man. I mean, they just make it happen. But defensively, they've always been there. You know, they got Suggs. They've got that whole defensive squad, and they're playing. And they're right there in the hunt. I mean, they're 8-6. They're, mm -hmm. and six. they're yeah. right in the hunt. They're 8-6. Uh, I see the next two games against the Colts and the Bengals. So they actually do have a really good got, shot they, of they getting got in the there. Chart. I mean, same thing with the Chargers. Chargers are 7-7. Seven seven. Phillip Rivers is having a phenomenal season. Keenan Allen's having a phenomenal season. Let me, hold on. Before you continue, let me ask you this. Why doesn't Phillip Rivers get the love that he should do? You know, I don't get? know. I don't know. I mean, I always pick him for my fantasy every year. I, I have no idea. Because I, he Throws for 4,000, 5,000 yards every, every year. year. 30 touchdowns. And it seems, I mean, I know the Chargers really don't put, they try to draft and get players around him. It just never bodes well for them. Um, but he's a player in the league that he's like a, um, he's almost like the equivalent to a Charles Barkley almost. A guy who is just good enough, but for whatever reason, he's just not great enough. But, but what's, what is the difference between Phillip Rivers and Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, and some of these other guys, Joe Flacco. What, what's the difference between him and them? Coaching? Nope. Weapons? Nope. What you got? He's won a championship. I'm just think. I mean, just think about it. That's why he does. That's why he don't get the love. He'll get to a game, bust, bust. You know, they don't have successful seasons. I mean, he's been out there. I don't know how many years he's been in the league. Probably. Him and Eli came in the same draft. Yeah. Because remember, they traded draft yeah. picks for him. And look, you Eli gets more credit than him. And he sucked this year. Well, yeah, he was in the news a lot more. Right, he sucked this year. The Giants sucked this year. They're terrible. That was horrible. They're, they're, they're terrible. But Eli's got how many championships? Two. Two. He doesn't have two. The Giants' defense has two. The, the Giants have two championships. <laughs> and he's quarterback both of those teams. Oh my gosh. The goat. He's got you know Tom Brady. He's got championships. You know you just keep going down the line. All these guys. Aaron Rodgers championships. Aaron Rodgers is the only guy we'll give you on that list who actually. Did it by himself. Was Charles Woodson there when he won his championship? Okay, so I give Charles Woodson. Um, but think about it. Go down. Look, Ben Roethlisberger, championship. He got two. Uh, Flacco, he's got one. He's got one. Uh, who else we got here? The Eagles, nobody. The Vikings, nobody. Mm -mm. Drew Brees, got one. Championship. Uh, Cam made it. Matty Ice made it, but they didn't win. Russell Wilson's championship. Cowboys, I won't even discuss that madness. That's I, I won't do that, it. Well, that's I a, that's a different show. No, that's a, not, that's a different I show. I will not <laughs> deal with that. that that's a different I show, man. I deal with that. And then Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. And, and and there you have it. I mean, so though, all those guys are your top echelon of, of quarterbacks. But Phillip Rivers, until he wins, he will never be considered that guy. He will never get into that. don't matter how many yards that guy throws. What about at least – AFC Championship game, if it's close. Let's say, for whatever reason, 
they get into they sneak into the playoffs. It's been done before. Who is this? The Chargers. The Chargers. Let's huh? say they sneak in. They're they're on. They're in the hunt. They're seven to seven, like you yeah. said. They play the Jets and the Raiders for the last two games. So let's say they sneak in somehow, some way, and they get hot because it's it's been known to happen. The Giants did it the first yeah. time they won, so it's been known to happen. And they go to the AFC Championship game against the Patriots or the Steelers. And the game is close. They lose 24-27. As he talked about then? He's talked about he got that far and he lost. Dang, still no love? No. I mean, he's always going to get love for me. I, I, I love him. I pick him every year. <laughs> but in terms of the media, uh, in terms of as, as they analyze quarterbacks, no. He's no. not going to get any love. No love. He, he, he didn't win the big game. He didn't win the, cha- the AFC Championship to get there. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's not even in the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, right. Gotcha. I mean, just like Donovan McNabb, great career, got to the Super Bowl, couldn't win, choked, couldn't win, choked. And they want to blame it on T.O., but you know, that's, that's nah, it. T.O. did his thing. Yeah, we're gonna take another quick commercial break. Uh, we're gonna keep the music theme going here with the Christmas holiday spirit. Here's a little TLC with Slay Ride. Better than ever on Beyond the Game here. The last topic we're going to touch on real quick is Charles's guy, LeVar Ball. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, that's, that's your guy. guy. Yeah, that's your guy. Oh. Uh, I call him Unc. That's, oh. that's Unc LeVar. Uncle? Yeah, shout out to Joe. Yeah, that's uh-huh. Unc LeVar. I'm, I'm going to play a little clip, clip real quick. I want you to think about what he just said to all the people out there about his, his little basketball league that he got going on. Holidays. As you now know, the big baller has created his own league. You tell me I ain't looking toward the future? Yes, I am. I'm doing something that would have should have been done a long time ago. That was a little clip right there from LeVar Ball uh, talking about getting the JBL, I think it's called. JBA, I'm sorry, JBA. The Junior, what is it, Junior Basketball Association? Junior Basketball Association. Uh, he has that going on right now. Um, what are your thoughts on that real quick? Oh, man, this dude here, man, he's something else. Uh, you know what? I mean, it's... There's some positives and negatives associated with it. I mean, you know, what I do know about it, you know, based upon how they want to do it, uh, you know, the plans to pay the lowest ranked player a salary of 3000 a month and the best player $10,000 a month. I mean, first of all, let, let's be specific about it, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to brief them and tell them what the league is and how the league works. Okay, real quick. Before we get into it. There's going to be 80 players. 
10 teams, L.A., Dallas, Brooklyn, Atlanta. Um, the, like you said, the lowest paid player is going to be $3,000 a month. I don't know how you're going to figure out who yeah, is the, no like, who's the worst no player idea. in the league. I don't know how you're going to figure that out. The best player in the league is going to get ten grand a month. Like I said, I don't know. I guess they're going to base that off of stats. They really haven't come up with a formula as to how they're going to determine who is the worst and who is actually the best. But it's not the best. the best player in the league. It's just based on your rank. So highly, high, highly ranked players will get $10,000 a month. The lower ranked players will get 3000 Now, how are they going to do who, that? Who's doing the rankings? I, you got me. I mean, what, these kids are coming straight out of high school. Now, my question is, do these kids have to graduate from high school? Is it just that, you know, can they get their GED? How does that work? That's a lot of questions. You know, because you've got, you know, like, for example, just using his son, for example, he's pulling him out of his junior year of high school to play overseas. Mm -hmm. Can you take a kid? you know, straight out of his junior year and put him in this league? Is it the same thing? Or, you know, what is that criteria? Do they need to graduate? See, I'm more concerned about, you know, these guys, uh, the careers after basketball is kind of where I'm coming from in this thing. Because, um, so what happens? You pull these kids out. If they don't have a high school degree, they, they put everything into playing basketball. If that doesn't work, what are they going to do? They have no. They, they can't go to college. They can, well, they can go to college later on, but they can't get a scholarship anymore. You know. Then on top of that, uh, if you pull them out early, they got to go back to school, mm -hmm. high school, just to get their GED or the high school diploma. So how's that going to work? You know, because these guys need to. These guys need to to, to to have more. You know, than just playing basketball, right? You know. See, this league to me is just set up. Hey, I'm. I don't want to play college ball. I'm just going straight to the league. You don't know if you're going to the league. You have no idea. Yeah, because um, it's it's hard enough for NBA executives to evaluate you against other college players. Correct. Now they're gonna evaluate you against some other guys who like maybe are like KBA All Stars. Like, you, how you, does that you, work? How does, you know, I don't know if you good or if they just that bad. You see what I'm saying? Well, but then the other side to it is, I think it puts pressure. If he could do this, it's gonna put pressure on college basketball. Oh, no doubt. Because they're going to have to step up and figure out what they're going to do in, in terms of paying these athletes. And that opens up Pandora's box across the board with all sports. It's going to be that one athlete who is in maybe soft, not a sophomore, a junior or a senior who has a 2.2. Correct. You know, the colleges want him, but he can't qualify Correct. really. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be like a top 10, top 5, maybe five-star athlete. And... The VAR ball is going to have his league right there waiting for him to get ten grand a month. Yeah. What, what you think he going to do? But then let's take now let's think about this. Two other points on this. The first point is how is it going to change? Uh, what is it going to do to college basketball? Because it can really change, change the landscape of college basketball. Because if your top recruits just say the heck with it, and I want to go and play here and make this money, then they're not going to go into play college basketball of so, course so now what happens to that sport does it deteriorate i don't know i mean because a lot of this top talent if they choose to go to his league how's it gonna work it, it all depends on how much top talent goes yeah, that's my point if you get maybe two or three i think that's more than enough because then now colleges is like okay we're not getting the top talent well we missed out on these kids right here the top two or three best players so he must really got something going on. Mm -hmm. So now you put the pressure on Roy Williams, Coach K, sure. Coach Cal. And, you know, it's, I heard a joke earlier today that if these players would actually go to this league, they would actually be taking a pay cut. 
Yeah. Because, you know, some of these colleges, you know, actually pay money to the table. That's the table. You know, there. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I think it's a genius idea. I just think his whole approach to it is backwards. Um, as far as paying players, yeah, that's a great idea. And I don't know why nobody has actually thought about this beforehand. It's just, it's, I think it's just coming from him. I don't think it's going to work. Nah. Now, he says that he wants to play in NBA arenas. Now, you think you nah, actually on, think man. the NBA, on, you think these owners are going to let him host these games in their arenas? Well, you know, here's something else. Um, parents, right? You mm-hmm. know, now, and I'm just being honest. I mean, you've got parents out here that are really putting everything into their kid. Of course, yeah. If Time, sweat, league, money, equity. Basketball, football, or whatever. And so the thing is, do you tell your kid? Do you say, hey, I want you to go ahead and go play for Big Baller Brands League or whatever the heck the name, League Junior Basketball ball, League, yeah. whatever, and make this $10,000 a month so you can help out the household. We'll do this for a year, and then you can go to the league. Does that work? Is that, is that you know, that that's the type of pressure that, that you're going to have. Yeah. But I got an even bigger question. What's up? Who the hell going to pay for all this? He is. He ain't got that type of money. He's getting it from somewhere. What? Somebody gonna have to sponsor him. Somebody's backing it. I mean, if you telling me it's ten teams, ten teams, are you talking about going to different arenas across the U.S.? Who, who? One, two, three, four. So four arenas, eighty players, ten teams. It's four arenas. Yeah, L.A., Dallas, Brooklyn, ATL. I mean, you got to rent. Who going to pay for this stuff? That's the Staples Center. Uh, I forgot where the Mavericks play, but you got the Brooklyn Center, and then you got the um, uh, Phillips Arena and the ATL. That's not your typical average everyday arena that you can just I mean, rent out for, you know, a yeah, couple I mean, grand. You know, then you got you got insurance. Who, who going to pay for You got this? waivers. You, yeah. You got waivers. You got insurance. You got to pay these boys. Uh, travel. Money. You got to travel. Put them on plane. <laughs> This ain't, he's got to get. Some, my point is, he's go, he's going to have to get some sponsorships for this. You know why it's not going to be successful? It's one reason and one reason why. Mm. The silhouette is of Lonzo Ball. Boy, I just I, I, I saw that. <laughs> and I, I, I almost passed out. That I is said, why the league will not be successful. Are y'all serious? Because the silhouette is a little. I don't know. Lonzo Ball. You know that's my Lakers. I love. It. But come on, man. Come on, man. He, uh, come on, you can't you can't put that man out there as a, as a symbol for the league, man. Yeah, you can. You no, can you, you know can you put can. you can put him out there. No, oh, somebody um shout out to James Lipman. Uh he brought on the Facebook page of Beyond the Game. He said that Donald Trump is gonna be sponsored Big Ball League. <laughs> 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 he, he might. You might just he, he be might. right about that. He, he might be might. behind the whole thing. Because I don't see nobody else is gonna do it. Uh, Nike heiress, um, Nike princess heiress on uh, Facebook. She wants to ask Charles a really quick question. Um, why is To not in the Hall of Fame? I told <laughs> Erica, I will address that next week. However, what I will say, I think it's bogus. Uh, he should be in the Hall of Fame. His numbers support it. Uh, he should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion. But, you know, I think, you know, his his demeanor, the type of person he is, the chaos that he caused, I, I think all those things work against him. And I don't think that it's right. I think it's strictly personal. Do I think that he gets in eventually? Yeah. Um, but I think right now it's just a personal thing. Mm-hmm. Why he doesn't get in. I mean, his numbers support it. If you take his numbers and you put his numbers up against the greats, the great receivers, 
you know, either he surpasses him or he, uh, he's dang, he's close. I can tell you that much. Mm, he's close. He's definitely close. There's no question to that. Okay. But why he's not in right now, I have no idea. And it makes no sense. All right. One more thing for Brandon. I got a guy right here by the name of Gene. We was talking about the NFL and the touchdown. He said that was a touchdown. Oh, if, if a player would have knocked the ball out of his hands after breaking the plane, they would have said the ball broke the plane first, so it's a touchdown. The only difference is the ground replaced the player. Hashtag dumb rule. What do you think? Well, and and basically, you're right. Historically, you are exactly correct. That would have been a touchdown. But based upon the rules that you just read yourself, mm -hmm. when, basically, the ball, the ground cannot cause a fumble. If the, if the ball hits the ground and it causes a fumble, I should say, then it is what? Is an incomplete pass. Yes, sir. Is that correct? That's correct. That's based on the rules. That's based on that's now, what the rules say. Now, now, Gene, is that stupid? Yeah, it is stupid. <laughs> you know, but what I'm saying, and I go back to what I said before, which is the game is changing. Basketball has changed. Football is changing. So what the players have to do, they have to adapt. And what I'm saying is that, unfortunately, in this situation, whether it's Calvin Johnson, which is where the rule was created Pre for, yeah. Des Bryant and some of these other I mean, this just is just high profile because of the game that it was. It was it was the best game of the year. If it was a regular game, they would have said something about it, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, you're right. You're but, right. You know, since it was such a high profile game, that's why I said that's why, yeah, it's on national. Otherwise, TV. I mean, if it was just a regular game against whoever. They get Bears against yeah, yeah they, they wouldn't have said, Oh yeah. man, that was pretty messed up, man. No, I noticed I said Chicago Bears. Well, why are you saying that to me? Hey, my team. You ain't from Chicago? Yeah, I am, but okay. I, I don't root for the Bears. Bears suck. Last one. This is from my dude, Kyle Johnson. What's up, Keezy? He said, when the Heat retires six and Cleveland retires 23, then we can talk about LeBron. Yeah, my man. <laughs> then we can talk about LeBron. <laughs> No, finally somebody's talking about some sense. Man, uh, he don't talk about me. I want to say thank you to everybody. Finally, uh, finally. I like that. Tell, invite that man in here next time. Let, let's get some real people in here that know basketball. He can't, he can't, he can't come over. Because what you he talking got, about will make no sense. He can't come I'm over. I'm sick of coming in here talking to you about. He got warrants. About, he can't come over. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he got warned, so you can't come on here. But everybody who tuned in and listening, we really do appreciate you. My man, B. Watson, thank you for stopping by again. Man, really. the greatest. Before we get on out of here, I just want to say, man, love, love somebody and treat somebody how you want somebody to treat your mama. Thank you for tuning to mama another show out. Beyond the Game. 824 Mamba out.